you where you were going 40 miles an hour. This is a residential area. Sure, but I'm on my lawnmower. Wait, am I getting a ticket? No, I've just never seen anyone top 9 miles an hour on one of those bad boys. And mow their entire lawn in 30 seconds? What got into you? Well, it did fuel up at Sunoco this morning. At Sunoco, we know how to fuel peak performance. We've been doing it for American Racing for over 50 years. Fuel your best. This NASCAR season, every member of the Toyota Racing Team is doing their part to take the trophy home. Like 6th grader Melissa Kowalski, who changes true to true X on every true-false quiz she takes. All my teachers are Martin Truex Jr. fans now. Keep up the great work, Melissa. To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. The following is a production of the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. Nice and clean, execute our race for a delivery position. Got to be there at the end. Yep, copy that. Have a nice, smooth day and try to be there when it counts. The Motor Racing Network presents NASCAR Live. At the line, it is Ryan Blaney by seven, one thousandths of a second. All the way to payday, Justin Haley wins the unhinged 300. I've now won in the Cup Series, Xfinity Series, Truck Series, Canaan, Arca, you name it, I've won in it. NASCAR Live is brought to you by Xfinity, internet that's more than just fast. Xfinity, proud partner of NASCAR. By Whelan, on the road, in the air, and around the world. Whelan is trusted to be seen, trusted to be heard, and trusted to perform. By Hercules Tires, ride on our strength. And by Blue Emu Maximum Pain Relief, the official pain relief cream of the Motor Racing Network. Blue Emu is family owned and manufactured here in America. It works fast, and you won't stink. From the MRN Studios in Concord, North Carolina, here is your host, Woody Kane. Welcome to another edition of NASCAR Live. Woody Kane in for Mike Bagley this week, and we've got a big show for you. Justin Haley won the unhinged 300 at the Talladega Super Speedway for the NASCAR Xfinity Series on Saturday. The team he drives for, Colleg Racing, earned back-to-back dash-for-cash bonuses as Ross Chastain followed Haley to the line. He'll chat with Kyle Rickey about all of that. Pocono Raceway will wage the first Cup Series weekend doubleheader this week, however, without fans. Track President Ben May will chat with us about that. Well, we received lots of calls for Two with Rusty, a series we've been airing for a few months now, and we've got another edition this week. Plus, my conversation with Chase Elliott that aired in our pre-race show on NASCAR Live Race Day at Talladega and on my podcast, MRN Out Loud. NASCAR's most popular driver had some great stuff to share. We'll end the show, as we always do, with another 48 stories and a look back on NASCAR history. But first, Kyle Rickey has all the latest trending news in NASCAR. A lot has happened in the last week. Not only did Brian Blaney take his first checkered flag of the season at Talladega in dramatic fashion. Racing back to the checkered flag. Blaney out front. He's got to throw the block. He does. Diving down to the inside. Here comes Eric Jones. Here comes John Hunter Nemechek. They're crashing at the line. It is Ryan Blaney by seven. One thousandths of a second over Ricky Stenhouse Jr. But the entire sport rallied behind Bubba Wallace after what was thought to be a hate crime committed against Wallace Sunday afternoon. NASCAR involved the Birmingham office of the FBI to get the answers. 
The results were announced Tuesday evening, and NASCAR President Steve Phelps addressed the media. First of all, I'd like to thank the U.S. Attorney's, US Attorney's Office and the FBI for their obviously very swift and thorough work. As their statement had, con- had said, they've concluded their investigation and at Talladega Super Speedway and determined that Bubba Wallace was not the target of a hate crime. For us at NASCAR, this is the best result we could hope for. You know, this is uh, you know, disturbing to hear that it was thought that, that one of our own um, had committed a, uh, this heinous act. Um, it is fantastic to hear from the FBI definitively that there was not a hate crime. Before the investigation was completed, however, the entire sport took to social media to show their support for Bubba and the direction NASCAR is moving in. For the pre-race Monday afternoon, drivers and pit crews made sure Bubba knew he wasn't alone in dealing with this issue. About 45 minutes ago, every driver came from the motor coach lot, came out onto the racetrack, lined up behind the number 43 car of Bubba Wallace. Together, they pushed that car from its starting grid all the way down to the head end of pit road. Every team member followed. Seven-time champion Jimmy Johnson said the idea was driven behind the drivers to do something to show support for Bubba and how proud he is of NASCAR. All the drivers and crew members that, uh, that wanted to stand up today and, and uh, stand next to Bubba Wallace. Um, that's really the moral of the story. Um, a lot of people reached out to me in the morning um, with, uh, with ideas and, and wanting to do something. A lot like the video we made a few weeks ago. Um, you know, I, I certainly have been involved in playing a role in trying to help organize and, and get things executed and, and done. But uh, this is this is really a driver initiative. Um, many drivers chipped in. Uh, Kevin Harvick had the idea of pushing Bubba's car um, down the front stretch um, up to the front of the field and, and have the teams follow. So, um, you know, I'm I'm uh, happy to play a role in it. it I, I want to, I know I need to, um, and I, I feel like to see the garage area stand up as they have as well uh, in the last few weeks and then again today is just sending a very strong message and I'm very proud of our sport. During the rain delay in the race on Monday afternoon in Talladega, Bubba showed his emotions. Jimmy had said, uh, I'm going to be standing next to Bubba during the anthem, see y'all there, and I lost it. I, I, I lost it there. And uh, that, that broke me down. And, and then seeing how it all kind of come together, Kevin texted me asking if it was cool if they pushed the car up and, and had everybody circle around. And I said, yeah, for sure. And and um, I didn't know how big it was until I stood on my door. <laughs> it's been a minute since I've been, been to Victory Lane. I forgot how to get up on top of the door. Um, I've been I, in a few of those with you. It's fun. <laughs> yeah, I, I almost lost track of how to do that. But when I stood up and looked back and nearly seen the whole damn garage standing behind us, that, was, uh, that, that spoke volumes. So... Uh, It was pretty cool. Bubba did lead a lap at Talladega and had some new fans in the crowd that came to the race just to show their support for him. As NASCAR heads to a doubleheader this weekend in Pocono, there seems to be a new sense of unity. For more on these stories, visit MRN.com. I'm Kyle Rickey. Thanks, Kyle. We'll hear more from him shortly as he chats with Talladega Xfinity Series winner Justin Haley and later the president of Pocono Raceway, Ben May. Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is you're one step closer to becoming your parents. Soon you'll have a separate fridge in the basement where extra groceries are exiled forever. 
Remember that frozen lasagna? Of course you don't. It's been down there since 2008. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance. Piece of cake. Behind the lasagna. It's very old. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. Whelan designs and manufactures reliable and powerful warning lights, white illumination lighting, sirens, controllers, and high-powered warning systems for automotive, aviation, and mass notification industries worldwide. Every part of every Whelan product is proudly designed and manufactured in America and is tested on site to meet the toughest industry certifications. On the road, in the air, and around the world, Whelan is is trusted to be seen, trusted to be heard, trusted to perform. Coming up, MRN's backtracks of the Geico 500 at Talladega. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. Check out MRN.com for a podcast series called The Tough Trucks of NASCAR, 25 years and still trucking. We'll take you back to some great races. Here they come. They're crashing in the back at the line. Mike Skinner wins it. Some wild moments. Brendan Gaughan gets turned around and slams hard into the inside retaining wall. And the stories that go with them. We lost the championship, but there was a lot of ugly things that went on behind the scenes. Ended a lot of friendships, actually, to this day. Download the shows for free on iTunes and at MRN.com. Hey guys, I'm Corey the Joy. If you want honest opinions about everything NASCAR and much more, listen to Sunday Money. Lauren Fox and Daryl Mott join me every week, and nothing is off limits. I'm sorry, has your life not gotten better since we've gotten closer, or has it gotten worse? It's my job to put our team in the best position to get a good finish. Join our conversations. We give our real opinions. No holding back on our show. Listen to Sunday Money. I don't need an investor, Daryl. I'm an independent woman. I use my own husband's money. Right here on the Motor Racing Network or wherever you find podcasts. The Xfinity fastest lap in Monday's NASCAR Cup Series race at Talladega Super Speedway was turned by William Byron at a speed of 201.223 miles per hour. The Xfinity fastest lap is brought to you by Xfinity. That wasn't just fast, that was Xfinity fast. Xfinity, proud partner of NASCAR. Now, back to Woody Kane. Welcome back to NASCAR Live. The NASCAR Cup Series was in Talladega, Alabama this past weekend and into the week for the Geico 500. And as always, Talladega lived up to the hype. Here's MRN's Backtracks, the best of in-car audio married with the call of our radio broadcast. About 45 minutes ago, every driver came from the motor coach lot, came out onto the racetrack, lined up behind a number 43 car, of Bubba Wallace. Together, they pushed that car from its starting grid all the way down to the head end of pit road. You know, I love you, man. We all do. Take care of yourself out there. Put us in a good spot. Get yourself a deep breath. Get your mind right. Let's go shut these haters up. Let's go to work. The field now, all eyes on the flag stand, waiting for the green flag to go in the air. And although 24 hours late, we are underway. Hamlin definitely off the pace, not falling back to get out of the draft. He's got a problem. Uh, top of three. Just a couple of very light drops here at the exit of turn number two, Alex. What I can see over toward turn one, uh, it's a little heavier, and uh, we're going to have it here very shortly. Caution's out. Caution's out for rain and one. We better hurry up and get us around there. It's going to be a downpour. Is this in the day, or what do you think? How big a spell is it? A few hours of rain for sure. Well, make no mistake about it, the three Team Penske Fords will not leave each other. So the three Penske cars on the bottom, 21, 48, 10, mid lane, 9 lead the top lane, three rows back. Uh, 
Side by side, racing back to the line. Oh, Stenhouse almost turned it around, but he will win stage number two. Stenhouse with a save after a bump draft by Kyle Busch. 18 pushing you. 18 still pushing. Still pushing. Still pushing. Still pushing. Green checkered. Cost out. Got all Chase Elliott. He gets turned into the outside wall. The field scatters now. Still Harvin. Still there. Holy crap. You right? Yeah, fine. What's the car look like, Ed? I see it. Do you have water pressure? Yeah, got water pressure and oil pressure. Got a flat left front here trying to nurse it back. Yeah, Kyle Busch has lost a couple of hundred yards now to the lead draft. You know, it's a right rear tire. The engine is fine. Right rear tire is down on the Interstate Battery Toyota. Can't get down, can't get down, can't get down, can't get down. Stay, stay. Told you guys. You listen to me every time I say I smell it. Here comes Jimmy Johnson on the outside. Johnson takes second. Johnson's going for the lead. They turn. Johnson spins off the front bumper of Kevin Harvick. Did you hit anything? No. Still charity fenders up coming around. We'll put four on it. Jesse, be ready to go over and fix damage if we need to. That was a good move you made there. I think the four just went for a spot that wasn't there, you know? Yeah, I don't really have a lot to say right now. Johnson went to the outside of Blaney, going for the lead, made a quick dart to the left, but Kevin Harvick's blue nose of his Mustang was there. Now just ran out of room there. Yeah, I mean, not much you can do. I had to come down, but I had that car on the inside, and he just kept coming. And four. That's all you can. All you can. It'll be a green-white checker to decide this one. We hope here on this attempt at this, Ryan Blaney, he won here a year ago. We'll find out if he can do it again. I don't think with a green-white checker, you can count on somebody helping you. Yeah, that was hopeful. I hear you. I, I appreciate your enthusiasm and, and uh, you know, optimism. Waiting for a run to come. Here it comes. Ryan Blaney to the outside. Harvick will throw the block for the lead. Go back to the bottom. Back to the bottom. Back to the Back to the top, back to the top, back to the top, all the way up top, all the way up top. Blaney put the crossover on him as they crash in three. Blaney inside and pass. Kevin Harvick. Here comes Ricky Stenhouse from top to bottom. He's on Blaney's tail. Three wide for second, but Blaney leads him off four. Still there, corner, still there. Bottom of three, bottom of three. Keep going, Larry. Keep going, keep going. Diving down to the inside. Here comes Eric Jones. Here comes John Hunter Nemechek. They're crashing at the line. It is Ryan Blaney. Woo! Awesome job, dude. Awesome job. Good stuff there as always with MRN backtracks of the Geico 500. Fun to hear the sounds that follow a race week. Coming up on NASCAR Live, I'll chat with Pocono president Ben May and later the popular Two with Rusty series with NASCAR Hall of Famer Rusty Wallace. Sir, are you aware you were going 40 miles an hour? This is a residential area. Sure, but I'm on my lawnmower. Wait, am I getting a ticket? No, I've just never seen anyone top nine miles an hour on one of those bad boys. And mow their entire lawn in 30 seconds? What got into you? Well, it did fuel up at Sunoco this morning. At Sunoco, we know how to fuel peak performance. We've been doing it for American Racing for over 50 years. Fuel your best. 
Hey, NASCAR fans, this is NASCAR Hall of Famer Rusty Wallace. There are only a few days left to enter to win a one-of-a-kind 2020 Toyota Camry TRD at nascarfoundation.org slash car giveaway and help children in need. This championship edition Camry celebrates Toyota's 2019 NASCAR Cup Series title. Just donate $25 to the NASCAR Foundation for your chance to win. Go to nascarfoundation.org slash car giveaway. That's nascarfoundation.org slash car giveaway. Justin Haley, Xfinity Series winner at Talladega, joins us next. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. Citywide to countryside. Whatever you drive, wherever you go, Hercules Tires has the value, selection, and industry-leading warranty to get you there, no matter where the road takes you. Go to HerculesTire.com. There, you can find the nearest authorized Hercules retail location to you. Plus, you can use the tire tracker to find out which Hercules tire fits your vehicle the best. That's HerculesTire.com. Hercules Tires. Ride on our strength. The NASCAR season is back. Hi, this is Jeff Striegel. We're headed back to the track, and while fans won't be with us in person, the Motor Racing Network is setting up a virtual tailgate party. Tweet us pictures or videos of your race day setup with the hashtag NASCAR tailgate. Find us on Twitter at MRN Radio using the hashtag NASCAR Tailgate. We may feature your tailgate on upcoming MRN programs. Be a part of NASCAR's tailgate party on the Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Live is brought to you by Blue Emu Maximum Pain Relief, the official pain relief cream of the Motor Racing Network. Blue Emu is family owned and manufactured here in America. It works fast and you won't stink. Now, back to Woody Kane. Thanks for joining us on this week's NASCAR Live. Woody Kane in for Mike Bagley this week. On Saturday, Justin Haley earned his first career Xfinity Series checkered flag in the unhinged 300 at Talladega. His teammate, Ross Chastain, pushed him across the line and collected the team their second dash for cash bonus in back-to-back weeks. Our Kyle Ricky had a chance to chat with the newest winner. Justin, welcome to the show. Congratulations on a great Saturday for you in Talladega. Thank you. It's uh, awesome to be able to uh, get all this media finally. Uh, it's hard during the pandemic to be able to, you feel so lost because you're not doing all these interviews at the racetrack. So uh, it's nice to be doing some, some interviews again. Absolutely. Uh, you ran at the front of the field most of the day. In fact, I believe all of the day, uh, winning the first stage, finishing second in the second stage. How much of Saturday's success was the, the, the driver behind the wheel and your skill at these plate tracks? And how much of it was your teammates and, and Ross Chastain and, and AJ Allmendinger. Yeah, teammates, team. I mean, obviously, you have to unload a great race car um, to be able to run up front. Got a little lucky, John on the pole. That never hurts. But um, no, just uh, really proud of the college racing guys, the whole number 11 team, the 10 team, the 16 team. We are so fast at super speedways. Um, and, and for a littler team that, you know, doesn't get to go to the wind tunnel a lot, is really tells us a story. So, um, I think a lot of it has to do with our ECR engines as well. Um, they have a lot of power in certain speedways, and I've always ran really, really good there. So, um, no, running up front all day was, was good, and, um, you know, we just had a lot of speed, and, and that's all you can ask for as a driver. I think that 11 car I drove this weekend was probably the best speedway car I've ever been given. So I'm glad I could do something with it. Absolutely. Uh, you started the season off sixth at Daytona. Since then, uh, seven top ten finishes, four of those in the top five. How would you kind of sum up the uh, the first 11 races to the NASCAR Xfinity Series season in your second full-time year now in the, in the series? 
Yeah, 11 races in. I, I lost count there, um, and I don't even remember pretty much any race before all this happened. So um, I can tell you from, where did we go back? Darlington to, Darlington to, to now, I can tell you every race. But um, no, it's okay. We've had our, our struggles, and you know, I say our struggles, you know, we were really disappointed last weekend running third, fourth, and sixth at Homestead. Um, and that just shows how far we've come. You know, we, we had kind of to sit back and be like, hey, we finished third, fourth, and sixth. Why are we so mad? Um, and then we go and, and run one, two at, at Daytona. So we've had a lot of speed um, all year. I mean, it, I feel like a lot of people have just kind of forgotten about how much speed we had before uh, the pandemic happened. And um, no, it's been awesome. I've been, I've been loving it. And it's always, it's always fun to run up front. And, uh, you know, I just feel like we're on such a good path right now of success. Um, with the wins, the dash for caches, and just everything that's going on. Um, it, it's a pretty good time for us right now. Talked a lot about teammates on Saturday in Talladega during our NASCAR Xfinity Series broadcast. Uh, how close are you? What's your relationship like to, to Ross Chastain, your full-time teammate over there, and A.J. Allmendinger, who runs part-time with you guys as well? Yeah, I mean, we're all, we're all pretty nice. Uh, Nitly nit tit, uh, as you could tell. Um, but AJ's been awesome. I mean, he's kind of uh, taken me in as his own. I, I feel like me and AJ are, um, you know, pretty similar personality-wise, and I, I think that that's helped a lot. Me and Ross are kind of different, but kind of the same. I, I described it in a few different ways, but um, you know, Ross is is all business. He's all business all the time, and AJ, you know, he's a, he's more on the fun side now that he can be, and I'm kind of in between, so I bounce back and forth both of them and it's been fun so um it's, it's it's just awesome and i think the the biggest thing is when we win when one of us wins we all win I, and i think you see that and that's so rare i've never been a part of a te team never seen a team uh you just don't get that you know i mean just it's so hard for teammates to work together uh and have that kind of bonding relationship and that starts at the top of matt colleague and, and everyone and and uh his motto and, and how he runs a race team with Chris Rice. So, um, no, it's been awesome. It's uh, it's good to have teammates that have your back all the time. The win on Saturday kind of created a fun stat for you. Now you, you have won in all three of NASCAR's national divisions in the Gander Truck and the Xfinity Series and in the Cup Series, but that goes a, a bit deeper for you. And I know something that you're proud of and listening to some of your post-race interviews as it wasn't that long ago, 2016, you were the the K&N East Series champion, proud of, of using the ladder NASCAR has created to, to get you to the top of your game right now. Um, are you, how would you to kind of describe the last four years uh, from that K&N championship to, to what you've been able to do since? Because, it, you know, the stats are beginning to add up for you. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, the Xfinity win was, I mean, it was just like hanging in front of me the whole time. And I was like, come on, like, it's just gotta happen, and, and uh, I was stressing about it. I really was. I mean, I was like, dang, like, you know, I got a full, another full season going into this year. I was like, I need an Xfinity win. Like, it's all I need, and I'll check everything off. So, the Cup win, obviously, I mean, that, that was a little out of order, but no, it's awesome. I mean, I think it's something that I can say that anything I've stepped in, I've won in. And um, as a race car driver, there's nothing more uh, confirming or, you know, there's a lot of confidence that goes with that that I know I can just show up and, and race and win so no matter what they say no matter how I want them I want them and uh, I wanted it all so um, really could care care less I feel like I have a lot of haters as well that 
they say this and that. And even after the, the Xfinity win, you know, they're like talking all this BS. And it's like, come on, man, like just be happy for me. So um, it is what it is. I mean, you're going to have that. So um, just enjoying it. Thanks, Kyle Ricky and Justin Haley. Congrats to all of Colleague Racing, and it should be fun to see if either of their drivers in Justin or Ross Chastain can claim the final Dash for Cash check Saturday in Pocono. Speaking of racing this weekend, it's happening, and Ben May, the president of Pocono Raceway, is excited to talk about it. I'll chat with him next. Seven-point reinforced nylon harness. Check. Carbon fiber head and neck restraint. Check. Thermoplastic nylon window webbing. Check. NASCAR uses innovative technology to protect their drivers. Shouldn't you do the same to protect your Wi-Fi network? With Xfinity XFi Advanced Security, your XFi Gateway safeguards all the devices on your home network. So if it's connected, it's protected. Wi-Fi security? Check. Xfinity, proud premier partner of NASCAR. Visit Xfinity.com to learn more. It's ripped the fence. Alex Bowman is here. Jeff Gordon, your boss, was there one night slinging back whatever he was drinking. We won't confirm what he was drinking. Maybe we'll do that in a little bit. He was drinking Stella. Stella Artois. Wow, classy. You can misconstrue that between arrogance or confidence, and, you know, sometimes there's a fine line. I think the mustache was the confidence. Definitely. I don't know, I don't know how I had any confidence after wearing that damn thing. <laughs> it's the Rip the Fence podcast available on MRN.com and your favorite podcast app. My conversation with track president Ben May from Pocono is next. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. Wing Sprint Cars. That's what we talk about on Wing Nation, presented by Hercules Tire. I'm Steve Post. Join Aaron Everham and me Tuesdays at noon Eastern Time as we talk with race winners and newsmakers from dirt tracks across America. From the world of outlaws to your local track, we cover the greatest show on dirt. Join us live Tuesday on Facebook Live or wingnation.com or catch our Tuesday and Thursday podcasts on YouTube or your favorite podcast provider. Wing Nation, your home for Wing Sprint Car Talk. Hey, NASCAR fans, this is NASCAR Hall of Famer Rusty Wallace. There are only a few days left to enter to win a one-of-a-kind 2020 Toyota Camry TRD at nascarfoundation.org slash car giveaway and help children in need. This championship edition Camry celebrates Toyota's 2019 NASCAR Cup Series title. Just donate $25 to the NASCAR Foundation for your chance to win. Go to nascarfoundation.org slash car giveaway. That's nascarfoundation.org slash car giveaway. Whelan would like to congratulate Ryan Blaney and his number 12 Team Penske pit crew for the win at Talladega Super Speedway. They are the Whelan pit crew of the week. Blaney's pit crew kept their driver on track during the final caution of the race. The move helped Blaney to his first win of the 2020 season. Who wins and who doesn't may be decided right now. Who stays on the racetrack and gambles and who comes to pit road? Well, as they work their way under caution, Ryan Blaney, the leader, he's on the banking over there. Nobody else seems to be. On the road, in the air, and around the world, Whelan is trusted to be seen, trusted to be heard, and trusted to perform. Now, back to your host, Woody Kane. Welcome back to NASCAR Live. This week on the MRN Crew Call podcast, I had the opportunity to catch up with Ben May, the president of Pocono Raceway. May is hosting the first doubleheader weekend for the NASCAR Cup Series, racing both Saturday and Sunday this week. Here's a piece of that conversation. Everybody has been anticipating this event even before all the coronavirus stuff started happening. Last year, folks are going, man, I wonder how that's going to work but you're still doing five races in three days. Are you going to have time to sleep and eat? 
Yeah, I think we'll be okay. You know, we're, we're, we continue to be excited about the concept and, uh, you know, it proven to resonate with the fans. Our ticket sales were amazing. Our camping was about 80% sold out when, uh, when March 16th happened. So, you know, while we're excited that we're able to put on the show for the industry, we're disappointed for the fans. We're disappointed for our partners and our sponsors. Um, but, you know, understanding the health of the sport, we're, uh, we're gung-ho and uh, ready to see some race cars. That's a big disappointment for everyone I know, uh, and every state has different rules and regulations in terms of what they need to do and how they have to get the events going forward. But the important thing is we are going to be racing. So if you will, take folks through what the schedule looks like because, man, that's an ambitious schedule you have with five races in three days. It is. We're, we're kicking off Friday, uh, Friday evening with Arkham Menard Series, the General Tire Anywhere It's Possible 200. Uh, so excited to see that group back on the track. And then um, that's the, really the one event that's changed. That was originally scheduled for Thursday. It'll now be on Friday. Uh, and then the Saturday-Sunday calendar remains the same. Uh, just one, one minor change of us uh, originally planned to be on NBC. We'll be on Fox and FS1 uh, here for the 27th and 28th. So kicking off the uh, Pokemon Organics 150 Gander Truck event on Saturday at noon, followed by uh, race number one of the doubleheader, our Pokemon Organics 350. Uh, that one will be on Big Fox at 3.30. And uh, Sunday, we're uh, firing up the Xfinity Series, excited for our friends at Comcast, uh, you know, not too far from their backyard in Philadelphia. And uh, that'll be our Pocono Green 225 followed by cup race number two. So the Pocono 350. So it's, uh, it's, it's an exciting prospect. I mean, it's, you know, all this is different for us, right? It's yeah. the double header is different. The race links are different. We've got our cup races going from 400 to three and a quarter and 350 and Xfinity going from 250 to 225. So the strategies, the strategies are going to be exciting. It's uh, Folks tuned in on TV are going to see they're going to see a different Pocono, you know, across a multiple series. I, I think it was a, a big deal uh, a, a while back when Pocono went from 500 to 400. A lot of folks said, "Man, that's that's an, uh, a cooler event. It's a, a little more uh, enjoyable when the guys don't feel like they're just clicking off some laps." But now you're going to condense it even more with you know the two races back to back. Just just the energy around the place, I think, is just going to be electric. Yeah, it'll be pretty neat. And I think we've these these shorter races are interesting, right? We've had a little bit of we got a little taste of it here earlier um, the past month with some of the midweeks and the things we've seen out there. So so you're right. It's you know it's going to feel different. It's going to be called different. It's uh you know we went uh, we went through the race team shops earlier in the year and we were trying to get a little strategy out of the teams and the crew chiefs. So how are you going to treat it? Is there you know are we still going to do the invert? Is this going to happen? What's you know what's it going to look like? So we didn't get much as you'd expect, but. Uh, they wanted information from you. They don't like to give up information, right? <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. That's right. It doesn't hurt to ask. Though. That's right. So, I mean, I think it's new. I mean, I've, I've worked here for 19 years, 18 years now, and, right, I've seen the 500s. I've seen the 400s. And this 325 and 350, it's just, just going to be different. I, uh, it's exciting. The strategery is going to be fun to watch, no doubt. And all those races, by the way, will be on the Motor Racing Network for fans who are traveling around or who just want to catch that as they go about their day. But we mentioned that every state seems to have uh, their own differences in terms of how they're managing things. I imagine that you've been working closely with state and local officials to make sure you do everything right and mind your P's and Q's. Is there anything that's significantly different from what we've seen so far in terms of screening and that type of stuff? 
No, it's all pretty. It's all pretty in line with what what we've seen with the NASCAR protocols. Uh, Governor Wolf and his administration and the Department of Health they, they've been incredible to us. Um, we've got a you know this is a large state with some big cities in it: Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, and um, you know there's only a couple other states that carry the the degree of professional sports we do. Right, we have two NFL teams, NBA team, two NHL teams, a Major League Soccer team, uh, two baseball, two MLB teams. So. There's a lot of pro sports and, you know, we're going to be the first one on deck here in the state of Pennsylvania. So we, we feel a good bit of pressure to make sure that it's a safe environment and, uh, and it's, a, you know, we want it to be fun, but we need it to be safe. We need to be safe for the competitors. We need to be safe for our, you know, our security personnel that are going to be here and our staff. Uh, ben, how can folks find out more about what's going on at Pocono and keep up with you guys? Because you don't know yet about 2021 for sure, but when that stuff does start coming out, how can they keep up with what you guys have going on? Because there's more than just a, a big race weekend every year. You guys are busy all the time. Yeah, we are. We, uh, we're luckily going to have our car clubs and our racing schools back on track uh, in July, thanks to some of the restrictions lifted from the governor's administration. So we're excited about that. We have that schedule on our on our website, a lot of those are closed events, but they're fun, you know, whether it be drifters or Porsche clubs, car clubs, things like that. Um, but as soon as we get, uh, as soon as we get some dates for 2021, they'll be right on PokemonRaceway.com. We'll be prepared to get our renewals out, our camping renewals, our grandstand renewals, and uh, you know, get back to having folks here uh, in the grandstands and on property and enjoy, enjoying the Pocono Mountains in the summer. That's Ben May, president of Pocono Raceway. The logistics going into the weekend for teams is nothing short of amazing. And when they pull it off, I'm certain there'll be more to come in the future. Coming up, Rusty Wallace joins us as part of his Two with Rusty series. And later, I'll go face-to-face -face with Chase Elliott. I am the one, back with a full-throttled roar. I am the intersection of chaos, karma, love, legacy, family and flag back with one thunderous return i am ready for you if you are ready for me i am nascar the nascar cup series on fox and fs1 brought to you by bush beer our uh, easy top 10 car before you dive into the race weekend get up to speed with mrn out loud that is what makes an extraordinary team i'm woody kane inviting you to join me every thursday as we talk to nascar drivers and crew chiefs about the coming weekend's race there, there's a lot that we've been working on and let you know when and where to hear mrn's coverage from the track it's one of the older race surfaces we go to gear up for the race when you catch mrn out loud streaming every thursday at mrn.com or wherever great podcasts are found Another edition from the Two with Rusty series is next. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. For more than 80 years, Detroit Diesel has been the legendary driving force powering Freightliner and Western Star trucks across North America. Through our state-of-the-art Detroit technologies and components and safety systems, we've earned our customers' trust as a reliable business partner dedicated to improving their bottom line. It's no wonder they continue to depend on Detroit to keep them safe and efficient on the road. When you demand it all, demand Detroit. 
guys, I'm Corey LaJoy. If you want honest opinions about everything NASCAR and much more, listen to Sunday Money. Lauren Fox and Daryl Mott join me every week and nothing is off limits. I'm sorry, has your life not gotten better since we've gotten closer or has it gotten worse? It's my job to put our team in the best position to get a good finish. Join our conversations, we give our real opinions, no holding back on our show. Listen to Sunday Money. I don't need an investor, Daryl, I'm an independent woman. I use my own husband's money. Right here on the Motor Racing Network or wherever you find podcasts. This is NASCAR Live. Now, back to Woody Kane. Thanks for joining us on this week's NASCAR Live. Woody Kane in for Mike Bagley. So, Rusty Wallace is one of the more unique characters in NASCAR history, to say the least, and we get the pleasure of calling him a colleague here at MRN. He's a NASCAR Hall of Famer, and we've had some fun the past few months with the popular Two with Rusty series. It's a chance for you, the fan, to ask Wallace some questions by phone or tweet or email, whatever. Here's the latest edition of Two with Rusty. Rusty Wallace going back to victory lane of Martinsville. How well do you know NASCAR Hall of Famer Rusty Wallace? Rusty Wallace is the 1989 Winston Cup champion. An unfiltered, unbiased opinion on topics that burn in NASCAR Nation. Man, if I would have done that back then, I'd have blew a lot of stuff up. I'd have had problems, <laughs> you know. From the ever-changing landscape of the sport to random facts about the NASCAR Hall of Famer. I'm not a good golfer at all. <laughs> it's two with Rusty, only on the Motor Racing Network. Welcome to Two with Rusty, your chance to get to know the 1989 Cup champion, Rusty Wallace. My name is Jeff Striegel, joined by the man who has 55 career Cup Series wins. Rusty, how are you today? Hey, everything's good, Jeff. Doing just fine. We've got two for you. As you know, it is two with Rusty. Are you ready for question number one? Let's do it. All right, this one's going to come from Veronica. She makes her home in Mechanicsburg, Pennsylvania, and this comes to us from Twitter, uh, which you can submit. Again, like I mentioned, just use our Twitter, at MRN, and use the hashtag AskMRN. This is a simple one, but a good one. What was your favorite racetrack to compete at? Oh, in NASCAR, it had to be Richmond, Virginia. I love the shape of that racetrack, uh, the way you enter the corners, the way you exit. I've had, I think, six victories there. It's uh, one of the bigger short tracks, about three quarters of a mile in length, but it's a track I really had some great success on, and I just liked the way you could compete and how there were so many grooves you could move your car around on to get some grip and, and to keep the speed going. So it's got to be Richmond, Virginia, Jeff. All right, one down, one of two. This is two with Rusty. Um, we talk about iconic racetracks. Now let's talk about drivers in your era. Not the ones that maybe you were best friends with and wanted to go fishing with, but how about the ones that maybe rubbed you the wrong way? And our question, our second question comes from Neil Sykeston, Missouri. And his comment was, you had a lot of rivals and dust-ups on the track with Ricky Rudd. Dale Earnhardt Sr., Jeff Gordon, and others. Which one was the most real and why? The most real had to be Jeff Gordon because, uh, you know, I lost that 10th race at Martinsville, Virginia. I'm, I'm sorry, at uh, Bristol, Tennessee. That would have been my 10th win at Bristol. And me and Gordon got together, and uh, he, he knocked me up the racetrack, and he went on the win. And looking back at it, I still consider that, if that would have happened to me today, I would have done the same thing he did because 
it's really expected. It's the term bump and run now. But boy, when I was trying to get that 10th victory and I had a big lead with half a lap to go and it didn't work out for me, uh, that was a tough one. I ended up losing big race at Charlotte, Coca-Cola 600, had it totally locked in. I won at 90, but I had it won and Gordon gets me right at the very end and wins that thing. I'm like, man, this is two times. And then we go back to Bristol, Tennessee again, <clears throat> and I get locked in behind a, t- a, a, a car, his teammate, and he gets around me, and I lo- and it's three now. And I'm like, man, this guy won't go away. He's the young guy. He's the new kid coming up. And I was actually jealous of him because he was running so well, and he was just actually kicking our butts. But there was a lot of times when I was kicking his butt, and but it just seemed like every time I turned around, he was there. He was like a gnat or a bug that wouldn't go away that you kept swatting and you just couldn't get him to leave and he'd later he later turned on to, to when he retired he won so many races in the 90s or close to 100 or something but uh, we're good friends now now we're good friends we talk uh, occasionally we hang out we did we were in the, the glamis sand dunes together the, this past january with tony stewart my buddy don perdome people like that having a great time so yeah that, but he was the one that just drove me nuts, maybe later in my career, because I lost so many big, big races to him. And it wasn't, you know, you know, that he just outrun us all day long. I lost these babies right at the very end, and it was him every time. <laughs> oh, man, he would get under my skin big time. To ask a question for upcoming Two with Rusty segments, join the conversation on Twitter at MRN Radio using the hashtag AskMRN. If you'd like to call in a question, my question was for Rusty Wallace. Use the MRN hotline at 1 844 4AskMRN. Just want to ask Rusty on the days back when he was driving the Kodiak car. It's Two with Rusty, only on the Motor Racing Network. Don't forget to submit your questions, and you could be heard on a future episode. Coming up next on NASCAR Live, my conversation with Chase Elliott before the race weekend in Talladega. Today's broadcast is brought to you by Blue Emu Maximum Pain Relief, the official pain relief cream of the Motor Racing Network. Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is you're one step closer to becoming your parents. You'll proudly mow the lawn. Ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn. Tell people to stay off the lawn. Compare it to your neighbor's lawn. And complain about having to mow the lawn again. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance. Which, of course, will go right into the lawn. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all stages or situations. Wheelin designs and manufactures reliable and powerful warning lights, white illumination lighting, sirens, controllers, and high-powered warning systems for automotive, aviation, and mass notification industries worldwide. Every part of every Wheelin product is proudly designed and manufactured in America and is tested on site to meet the toughest industry certifications on the road, in the air, and around the world. Wheelin is trusted to be seen, trusted to be heard, trusted to perform. I'll go face-to-face with NASCAR's most popular driver, Chase Elliott, after the break. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. The NASCAR season is back. 
Hi, this is Alex Hayden. We're headed back to the racetrack, and while fans won't be with us in person, the Motor Racing Network is setting up a virtual tailgate party. Tweet us pictures or videos of your race day setup. Use the hashtag NASCAR tailgate. We want to hear from you. Find us on Twitter at MRN Radio. Use the hashtag NASCAR tailgate. We may feature your tailgate on an upcoming MRN program. Be a part of NASCAR's tailgate party on the Motor Racing Network. With the 2020 season heating up, NASCAR Today brings you the latest between the races. You know, I see guys throwing double and triple blocks in practice, and I'm just mind-boggled. Like, why would you, what are you doing? Every weekday, you'll hear from the top drivers on the biggest stories in the sport. Good way to hit the reset button, for sure. Join me, Woody Kane, right here every Monday through Friday to get the best and latest on NASCAR Today. This is Bubba Wallace. Catch NASCAR Today right here every weekday. This is NASCAR Live. Now, back to Woody Kane. Welcome back to NASCAR Live. Woody Kane sitting in for Mike Bagley as we close in on a race weekend in Pocono. You know, Chase Elliott has been tremendous this season. NASCAR's most popular driver has been running up front in nearly every race since the return from the COVID-19 pandemic. He's even created some unique rivalries with champions over the past month or so. I had the chance to chat with him before the Talladega weekend, and here's a piece of it. Chase Elliott is the winner over Alex Bowman and Ryan Priest. Chase Elliott takes Chevrolet to victory lane in Talladega. We go to pit road. You're in your fifth full-time year as, as a cup driver. Through the first 12 races, six top five finishes. That's the best you've ever done. A victory that could easily be three wins right now. Second in the overall standings. What are some of the things that you feel like have led you guys to have such a hot start considering there was a huge break in the middle of all this? Yeah, I think just bringing fast cars to the track, uh, number one. And, and I think, too, um, we, we've been executing a little better, you know, over these past few weeks. I felt like before the break, we had fast cars um, and we were in, you know, positions or, or fast enough to win at times. Um, but we just were not executing well. I wasn't doing a great job. We were having some struggles on pit road and um, just kind of the whole nine yards. So I feel like since the break, a lot of that stuff has been has been cleaned up. Um, I don't. I don't want to say it's perfect because it's certainly not. But uh, the you know we've been executing races better. I feel like as a, a whole, which you know, in my opinion, has been putting us in in, um, in in more positions to win. When you see things like that and, and know that you're in kind of a uncharted territory, the whole sport is, the whole country is, in a number of ways with the way the schedule has been and all the procedures and protocols you have to go through, the lack of practice and qualifying. Do you think some of those things might stick around after we get through this? And are some of those, in your opinion, things that, that you like and other people might like to see continuing? Yeah, I, I hope so. Uh, I, I certainly hope so. I, I think that we've learned a lot as an industry here uh, since we've been back racing and how we can be more efficient with everyone's time. Um, I'd love to see how much money the teams have saved on not being gone for three days and hotel rooms and rental cars and everything else. So I, I have to think that we have, we, we are realizing very quickly that, that we can make this deal way more efficient and still put on just as good of a show uh, for the fans at track on, on Saturday nights or Sunday afternoons. So, or Wednesday or Tuesday or Thursday, I don't think it really matters. Um, so, 
yeah, I think I think if if we don't learn from this uh, and learn how to be better from it, then we've made a, a big mistake as a as an industry. Yeah, I think a lot of people would agree with you on that. Let's talk a little bit of current news. We learned that the All Star Race will move to Bristol, same date that the rescheduled time had been. Uh, what do you think about that move? And uh, it seems like everybody is all up in arms on social media about moving numbers to the back quarter panel. What do you think about moving there and the, and the whole number thing? Yeah, I'm not a fan of the number thing either. I don't think it looks very good. Uh, personally but that's way above me but as far as the you know the all-star race goes that that race was originally meant to be moved around and then it kind of got to charlotte and it just stayed there uh for for many years so i'm very happy that it's moving i think it should i think that event needs to be it shouldn't be at the same place every year in my opinion so i definitely think it's a good thing and uh bristol's a great fit uh, but I don't think anywhere is the fit forever. I think it needs to keep moving. One of the things we saw at Bristol earlier was a lot of guys, you mentioned some games earlier, people playing on pit road, trying to make sure they were in the lane that they wanted when they got ready to go out onto the track to for the restart. Uh, and a lot of folks have suggested, and I don't know if you're one of them, bringing the choose cone back. Uh, is that something you'd be in favor of or want to see? It seems like we're trying a bunch of different things right now, so why not? Yeah, I think the choose cone would be a great idea, You know, especially at some of these tracks where you know one lane is really dominant on a restart. You know, there's a lot of games on pit road as far as, you know, whether you're going to be odd or even, and that can cause accidents there at the end of pit road and just unnecessary damage. So I think just leave it up to the drivers. You know, if you want to take a chance and be in the not so good lane for a restart, then go for it. I think you just kind of weigh out those uh, weigh out those odds as depending upon how many spots you're going to pick up uh, by doing so. So yeah, I definitely think it's uh, it's one of those things where it would it fix a lot of things, and there's really no reason not. I don't. I don't really see a negative in, in having a lot. Typically, a lot of things. You, there's pros and cons. I don't. I don't see any negative by by letting us choose which land we want to start in. Yeah, I was the same way. I'm trying to think of why. Why not? Why wouldn't it work? But man, maybe in more experimenting with so many other things, that can be one of them. Um, one of the things that really jumped out at me uh, this year about you is it seems like uh, you have found yourself uh, in some rivalries. A while back it was Denny, then it was with Kyle mm -hmm. Busch, even though you wound up with the, the the bounty money check that went for a really good cause. And then uh, Joey Logano, is that a function of a guy who's kind of coming into his own and just saying, I'm only willing to put up with so much? Or is it just more of a function of being up front practically all the time and running with those guys more? Uh, I think it's just running better. You know, if you're, uh... If somebody's unhappy with you or you're unhappy with somebody, uh, it typically means that, that something on track mattered. And racing for 15th typically doesn't matter a whole lot. So when you're racing up front the top five and you have things happen, uh, it just matters more. Ultimately, uh, we all want to win. So I think it's just a product of being in a better position more often. And um, hopefully we can continue to, to do that. Bubba Wallace was on Dale Jr.'s podcast recently and said when the the protests for justice uh, were sweeping the country after uh, George Floyd was killed, that he reached out to you specifically and said, hey, man, you're the sport's most popular driver. Uh, I wish you would take a stand on this. And and you did. And you were one of the, the guys who was in that video that was played at Atlanta talking about listening and learning. What made you decide, yeah, I want to do this? Because he initially said you weren't sure if it would make much of a difference. Uh, well, I mean, you know, I think like he said, you know, if you can impact one person to make a better decision uh, on any given day, I think that's a that's a win. You know, I think ultimately it comes down to, look, I mean, I think everybody wants wants to be better. We want to be better as a country. 
everybody wants to be better as individual people, but I, I think that ultimately it comes down to the person, right? If a, if a person decides to make a, the right decision or the wrong decision, and I think all that kind of comes to how you're raised and, and, and what what is taught to you as right or wrong. So yeah, ultimately you just hope as time goes on that, that more people understand what right is and, and uh, you know, choose to do that more often than not. Is that something you think about much? You know, your, your platform as the most popular driver can be, you know, like they like they used to say in the movies, can be used for good or evil, you know, and that type of thing. Is that something that you consciously are, are more aware of now than maybe you were before? I don't really think of it that way, personally. I mean, I, I've always, you know, just tried to try to do my thing and, and try to kind of stay, stay on my course, you know, so to speak. Um, but in a case like that where, you know, like I said, if you can make one person make a better decision or or see something uh clear or clear or anything along those lines i think you've you've done a little bit of good somewhere so ultimately i think that's uh that's what you shoot for is try to you know try to be better you can hear the entire interview of chase elliott on the mrn out loud podcast from last week right now at mrn.com we're about to wave the checkers on another edition of NASCAR Live, but before that, we've got to get a NASCAR history lesson from Susie Armstrong. Rusty That's Wallace up. here for Blue Emu Maximum Pain Relief. This pain cream is the official pain cream of NASCAR for a reason. It works fast, and you won't stink. There's no messy, greasy, nasty feel or any stinging or burning here. This is pure pain relief. Don't run your engine on Octane 89. Get the good stuff and meet me in Victory Lane. Blue Emu works fast and you won't stink blue emu maximum pain relief the official pain relief cream of nascar hi folks mike bagley here at mrn we rely on equipment from racing electronics Joey Logano to the lead on the back straightaway. racing electronics has scanners and headphones we can listen to every uncensored conversation between driver and crew and when we need live audio in-car cameras and up to the second statistics use their latest handheld unit called Legend. To learn more about these products and many others, visit RacingElectronics.com. Racing Electronics, the official two-way communication partner of MRN. It's 48 Stories with Jimmy Johnson. New leader, Jimmy Johnson, off the end of the back straightaway. With the announcement last week that former teammate Dale Earnhardt Jr. would be inducted, we looked at the relationship between the two. Dale Earnhardt Jr., Jimmy Johnson. Behind them, they begin to shuffle. When Dale Jr. first came to Hendrick Motorsports, Johnson said it was a smart business decision. It was good for Hendrick Motorsports to have, have Jr. come on, and um, we all know that he has talent and ability and can win races and, and championships. So, you know, I, I really feel like Rick also, deep in his heart, knew that he could help Jr.'s situation. The year Dale Jr. announced his retirement, Johnson reflected on how far he had come since joining Hendrick and how his approach to handling life off track had changed. I feel that, um, you know, Hendrick Motorsports, he's put his guard down in some ways and has been, um, you know, has let us all look into his life much more and be a part of it. And I think uh, social media has added a, a layer of that. Um, I think his relationship with Amy, you know, their, their marriage and now they're expecting their first child. Um, I think all of that, we've been able to learn and understand Dale far more, and he's been comfortable um, later in his career to, uh, to let that personal side kind of tr you know, come through and shine through um, through traditional media, social media, and all those things. So um, 
proud to call him a friend and very excited for you know what the future holds for him. The two have remained friends with an enormous amount of respect for one another. Here's Junior. He'll jump up in front of Jimmy Johnson. Dale Earnhardt Jr. leads back to the corner. This has been 48 Stories with Jimmy Johnson. That's been a great series. You can find the entire 48 Stories series online by using MRN.com and going to the drop-down box on the Shows tab. It's been fun this week on NASCAR Live. I'm Woody Kane filling in for Mike Bagley, and as we do each week, we end the show with a history lesson. Here's MRN's Susie Armstrong with This Week in NASCAR History. For this week's time trip, we kick back with a far-out foray to 1977. It was no rumor that Fleetwood Mac had their own way on the U.S. charts with the number one hit, Dreams. Barbara Harris and Jodie Foster kept swapping identities as the original Freaky Friday maintained a long theatrical run. Kate Jackson, Farrah Fawcett, and Jacqueline Smith were America's favorite crime-fighting femme fatales as Charlie's Angels ranked fourth in the Nielsen's. And Cale Yarborough was the darling of the Irish Hills, leading 106 of 200 laps in Junior Johnson's Holly Farm Chevrolet to win the Cam 2 Motor Oil 400 at Michigan International Speedway. Yarborough puts it right in the center groove, and I imagine he's got a hand on that gear shift in to make sure it doesn't come out. He comes out of four, heads down to the start-finish line of the checkered flag. A capacity sold-out grandstand cheering, and Cale Yarborough waves to them as he crosses the finish line victorious. Yarborough has won this 400-mile, $130,000 Winston Cup confrontation on the two-mile Michigan International Speedway. 1998, Semisonic felt strangely fine atop Billboard's modern rock chart with the earworm bar anthem, Closing Time. Monica Lewinsky gave the FBI an earful of info in exchange for full immunity in the Clinton investigation. Bruce Willis and team attempt to head off an asteroid strike in the box office smash Armageddon, and car owner Michael Cranifus finally drilled into victory lane as his number 12 Mobile One Ford took the checkers in the Pocono 500 at Pocono Raceway. Gordon makes a final hard run into turn number three. It's not going to be enough. The final sprint to the checkers and victory number one is at hand. Jeremy Mayfield wins the Pocono 500. Two car lengths over Jeff Gordon. His first NASCAR Winston Cup win in his 125th start. 2005, Today Show host Matt Lauer and Tom Cruise square off with the War of the Words on live TV. Do you know now that Ritalin is a street drug? Do you understand that? The difference is no, this was no, not Matt, against Matt, her I'm will, asking, though. Matt, but this Matt, wasn't I'm against asking your question. Will. Matt, I'm asking you a question. I understand there's no. abuse of all of these things. No, you see, here's the problem. You don't know the history of psychiatry. I do. There was no doubt that Gwen Stefani was more than a cheerleader as Hollaback Girl climbed the charts. Howard Stern and the E-Network parted ways after a decade-long collaboration to upend Saturday Night Live. The Cape Crusader was back in the spotlight as Batman Begins rolled out to a major red carpet premiere. And Greg Biffle drove like a bat out of you-know-where as the Roush Racing stock car pilot nabbed the fifth of six wins on the season in the Batman Begins 400 at Michigan International Speedway. An absolute- 
absolutely flawless performance by Greg Biffle. He is off the end of the back straightaway, not being challenged by any competitors or lap traffic. He'll dive it for the bottom of turn number three. Greg Biffle goes back to victory lane in Michigan off turn four. With Valadali, he had the strongest car all day today in the Batman Begins 400, but it all came down to pit strategy as it usually does at Michigan. Doug Richard made the call. They stayed out, and they're going to win the Batman Begins 400. And those are just a few of the events from this week in NASCAR history. Thanks, Susie. And we also thank Justin Haley, Pocono President Ben May, Chase Elliott, and the rest of the MRN crew for joining us this week. And we also thank you for joining us on another edition of NASCAR Live. Be sure to tune in this week to MRN's coverage in Pocono. Until then, I'm Woody Kane. NASCAR Live is a production of the Motor Racing Network with studios in Concord, North Carolina. And was brought to you by Hercules Tires, Ride on Our Strength. And by Blue Emu Maximum Pain Relief, the official pain relief cream of the Motor Racing Network. Blue Emu is family owned and manufactured here in America. It works fast and you won't stink. Today's broadcast was produced by Alexa Henrion, Tyler Burnett, and Rich Culbreth. The executive producer for MRN is Ryan Horn. Remember to visit MRN.com for all the latest news and information. NASCAR Live is produced under an exclusive license with NASCAR. Any use of the accounts or descriptions contained in this broadcast must be with the express written permission of NASCAR and the Motor Racing Network. Ruoff Mortgage wants to welcome you home with their fast and stress-free mortgage process. Ruoff knows that when you're ready to move, you want to keep things moving. From the moment you start, Ruoff makes sure the process moves quickly, often twice as fast as other lenders, so you can close quickly and settle in sooner. Visit Ruoff.com to learn how you can qualify for the fastest loan of your life. That's Ruoff, R-U-O-F-F.com.